You got the chill. The chill. The chill. The chill. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton. People like me. That's some booty, Jim. Presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. Everyone is so mean to me. I am Jim Rutledge. You never go full Rutledge. <laughs> He's hit and sacked. This time it's Chris Orr, the senior from DeSoto, Texas. Ayahuasca. What's up, man? It's Chris Orr, man, former Wisconsin Badger, man. We out here, man. Heartland Trophy today. Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. Rutledge and Hamilton continues live from the Everlight Solar Studio. Presented by Coors Light. Come on, Mr. Blue, you know what to do. Have a course. Have a course. Primetime ah. Wars shine behind the glass. Is that bad? Yeah, that was Matt. <laughs> that was a parrot uh, imitating Matt. <laughs> Chris Orr with me as Matt Hamilton is currently. But Matt's going to be on the show a little bit tomorrow on Wednesday. So we, so he says. We'll, we'll figure out exactly how long he'll oh. be on the show. But he'll, he'll, he'll be around. We'll have him somehow. Sounds good. Yeah, so we'll get another voice in yeah. here as well as he is uh, off curling, but he will have some time to uh, join the show tomorrow. Have a course. Have a course. And have a course. <laughs> I'm sure he is having a course as the Badgers had an ugly, ugly loss. Ugly. 15-6. to six. Mm. Everyone got a break from Packers football, and we're going to talk to Jason Wildey about Packers football a little bit later in the show, Chris, but they're in a position of... If they lose to Denver, kind of start thinking about Caleb Williams, right? At least, like, you're not going to be mad if they Mm. lose. Nah. You can't do that. Well, I'm going to put it like this. If the Packers lost enough to have the number one pick, you're taking Caleb Williams, right? Oh, yeah, I think so. If they got the number one overall pick, if yeah. it got that bad, yeah. then right. yes. But yeah. they were they already had two wins. I mean, the yeah. Broncos and the Bears. You know what? I want to put it on the board. If Panther, well, let's yeah. Panthers. Let's yeah, let's Panthers post. got the bit. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, yeah. Panthers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jim, Jim, number one Panthers hater right now. Right. The Bears might have the first and second pick. Draft both quarterbacks. And keep fields and see what, you, see what works out. I don't care. Uh, a triumvirate of quarterbacks? Yeah, whatever. Just... <laughs> One of them has to work, <laughs> but uh, you know what? Let's just Take get a little. Let's get a little weird. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. If the Packers did end up with the first or second overall pick, would you draft the quarterback? Is Drake Mays the other guy? Honestly, knowing the Packers, they're going to trade it for more picks. Ugh. <laughs> How would you feel about that prime time? Chris is right. That would feel like a very Green Bay move. <laughs> we trade it down and take like an offensive. Let's say you could have Drake May. I don't think it'd be that bad though. But like Drake May is viewed as a prospect that would have been, I think, number one pick in this last draft. Yeah. I mean, he's mm-hmm. not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The way that Caleb Williams and I know he had a bad game against mm-hmm. USC, and there's nobody's a, nothing is perfect or, no. or set. Mm-hmm. But he's basically a tick below Andrew Luck. But they said he's right on par with with uh, Burrow and Lawrence as far as a mm-hmm. prospect. Oh yeah, for sure. Talking about Caleb. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You can't and, pass up that arm talent. Right. You can't pass that arm. Talent. Now, now, and he's also. I mean, obviously, that offense has turned out. And look, these guys haven't been world beaters, but. 
Baker Mayfield mm-hmm. and Kyler Murray, like they're turning out guys who mm-hmm. are successful. Lincoln at, Riley. Yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. So that's an offense that turns out winners. Mm-hmm. Drake May, uh, he might be suffering with how bad Phil Longo's doing here at Wisconsin. <laughs> Drake May uh, with North Carolina. That guy also has arm mm-hmm. talent. I mean, he can he can tr- sling it for sure. A little more traditional arm talent, but he mm-hmm. can. Yeah. Uh, not all the arm angles and creativity yeah. that yeah. Caleb Williams has, mm-hmm. but I mean, if the Packers, I'm just asking. It's kind he of might, asking, he might like, go back to school if the Packers get the first pick. <laughs> Caleb Williams or Drake? Caleb Williams. Caleb, well, he's already. There's been rumors about that with the Bears. There's been rumors about it, but I. I I agree. I think Caleb is probably looking for a bigger. Market. I wouldn't want a guy. I wouldn't want like a quarterback. Chicago. It'd be such a red flag if a quarterback didn't want to go to either Green Bay to continue the legacy or Chicago. Like Chicago yeah. is a historical franchise. Yeah. If you yeah. do it there, mm-hmm. you're, you're you're a legend. Yeah. Forever. You're a legend. It's probably like, the second best meet like sports city in America, right? I mean, it's got to be. Yeah. I mean, if you mm. do it there, it's just like the Cubs. You win. The, they won that World Series. They are. Yeah. They're gods there. Yeah. Yeah. For and sure. so, like, if it's just like four quarterbacks, and it doesn't mean the actual talent. What do you got? The Jets. Mm-hmm. You got the Cowboys. You got obviously Chicago. Where I mean, and then Green Bay because of the legacy there. Mm-hmm. Is there any with San Francisco? Probably there's a big legacy there. Yeah. But like, where else is there that like you win? You're you know giant New York obviously like yeah. Giants or Jets. You're you're guaranteed almost a Hall of Fame like Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. I'll said, tell you, you what. Dallas? I have my fingers Dallas, crossed yeah, that, that, that sure. Pittsburgh screws up and decides to move on from Tomlin if they fall through this year. Oh, man. Because Chicago be better jump that'd be, that'd on that. Be a, yeah. No way, Pittsburgh. Like, Pittsburgh that'd be a bad, bad fire. And Pittsburgh feels like too good of an organization to move off a coach that, that cemented that strong. Yeah. I agree, but there's been rumblings to it. But it's we more thought, of the idea of like... Was that? Uh, fair. I... I the, the Paul he's Christian been with two Super Bowls. Changing. He's been changing. with them since 2007. So part yeah. of it would also be like, all right, he's you been great right here. Amazing but roster. Yes, yeah, yeah. and so like at some point, it's just more of like maybe just they move on. But right. they haven't had their guy. And Pickett might still be that, but they haven't had their guy since like Big Ben. Right. I don't know if they're moving yeah. from him. And I would. I think maybe they make one more attempt to get him like a quarterback, which I could see Green Bay doing too. Like that's my question. If it doesn't get as bad to where you truly just get the first round, I mean, the number one overall pick, if it gets close enough, how much are you willing to give up for it? Or are you hedging? If Jordan Jordan Love all of a sudden just looks horrible, there's just this slum of, this slew of L's coming across Green Bay, how much do you give up? Could we see a Herschel Walker type trade for (laughs) this guy? (laughs) Reggie Bush? Oh, man. I mean, well, here's what's not, I mean, the only way it would work is if that Chicago loved like May, and yeah. so if they had the first and second pick, yeah, and they want Drake mm-hmm. May, they could sell the world for it. Because otherwise, yeah. it would have been like Justin Fields would have continued, which was not going to mm-hmm. happen and didn't happen. What he did the prior two games, mm-hmm. unless that he just starts ripping off three touchdowns a game mm-hmm. and a you know sixty-five percent completion percentage, Chicago could have gotten the world for it. You think they trade him? Yeah. I, well, I, I honestly, if I was them, I'd just keep it. Yeah. Like you know, run him out there. I mean. We saw that your best case scenario is usually not throwing a guy to the Wolves. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe Caleb can do it. CJ Stroud, nice young player. Like, right now, let's just play a little game here. Actually, we're going to play it with both of you. We're going to play a little Tinder time. 844 Are we ready for uh, Tinder time? We have not played that in a while, Prime Time, Wolfsheim. 
If you like it, swipe right. If you dislike it, swipe left. It's Tinder time. And we get some music. There it is. I want to play, <laughs> <was> t- <laughs> play a little Tinder time right now. And I want you to swipe right if oh. you would take the quarterback over Jordan Love. Mm. All right. Oh, oh. Okay. This, yes. Oh, this is gonna be fun. And I'm not gonna do as the as prospects uh, or like who they are now. Who they are now. Even. Okay. So these okay. are current NFL quarterbacks. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. So we're not gonna we're not gonna do like the easy ones like Josh Allen or Tua. Yeah. yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. But um, we're gonna go. I'll try to do like. We'll just gonna see where they're at. Brock Purdy. Ooh, for who they are now. Who they are now. I'm taking Brock. For to be on this Packers team, or like just like generally where their current situation is. No, I mean like who's a better quarterback? Yeah, Brock Purdy's a better yeah. quarterback. Yeah. Alrighty. So and like his future is brighter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alrighty. So that's kind of why we're judging this here. This one's trickier. He's not a younger player, but he's not that old. Oh. Jared Goff. Oh, Goff. Yeah, currently Goff. That that Lions offense is humming along. Yeah. It's really really. Goff good. also Goff also took. I mean, I know people are going to give him uh, Todd Gurley, you know, a lot of credit for it, which he deserves. But Goff took that Rams team to the Super Bowl. They hadn't sniffed it until they got yeah. another great quarterback in Matthew Stafford. Yeah, he was awesome that one year. Mm-hmm. He really was. Yep. All right, what about C.J. Stroud? Yes. Current? Based off what he's done yeah. in his short NFL career. Yeah. He's been fantastic. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he threw his first interception yeah. of his career uh-huh. in week, like six games yeah. into his so career. Zach. Shout out Zach Bond. Zach yes, Bond. you're right. And then, he yeah. and then Zach and then fumbled. fumbled. It. Yeah, <laughs> we don't, we're not going to talk about that part of the play. Just cut it off. Just cut it off. <laughs> Just cut off the TV right broadcast. Right after the pick. Right after the pick. Cut it off. Uh, yes, to answer your question, CJ Stroud's been far better than I ever expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, at this point, I would take him over Jordan Love. For sure. Yeah. Anthony Richardson. Ooh, the potential is crazy. I'm not going to lie. The potential is crazy. He's won some games with, I don't think... He just can't stay healthy, and obviously yeah, I think he's he done for the Yeah, year he now. can't stay healthy, but at the same time, they've won some games without a lot of talent on that side of the ball that, to help him out too much, yeah. if we're being completely honest. So, yeah, give me give me, give me, me Anthony Richardson. I'm, I'm going to say no for the health concerns. Ooh. Until he can stay healthy, I mean, to me, to me, he's still Justin Fields, where I just can't mm. trust him to be on the field. Mm. And when he is, he's still really erratic. So mm. I, would, I would take the, the hope for consistency in Jordan Love. Mm. I mean, there's no evidence that he's. There's no evidence. Football. Only my hope. <laughs> Zero evidence. My hope. All right. Of hope. Yes. Horrible GM. This is when people but think like, they're GMs. If you get them out of there. If you're putting layers into this, <laughs> if you're putting layers in this, you take Anthony Richardson because he's got three full mm-hmm. seasons after this season before you have to decide to pay him. Yep. Oh yeah. If you're gonna put in the financial aspects yep. and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, if you're throwing all of those factors into it, then because love. First year starter, fourth year in the league. Yep. Yeah. He's had the opportunity to know this offense backwards and forward mm-hmm. and smooth out what LaFleur wants out of him as far as mechanics and things yep. like that. For so sure. that's why, like, it's all just trying to nail it down. Yeah. Well, Bryce Young. I mean, if you watch their games, he's not the issue. No, he is dead last in the league in QBR, though. Very true. Well, they, they, have, the same, they have the same issue that we have uh, – here in Madison, we won't throw the ball downfield. Yeah. My, my issue with Bryce Young, and obviously it's too early to write these guys off, is that when you're trying to, like, being com- when you're compared to, like, the aberration, I don't love it. So mm. when they're like, oh, he's next Drew Brees. Drew Brees was kind of one of one of how he yeah. succeeded. Mm-hmm. Like a tiny guy without a big arm and was, like, super smart, got the ball out quick. Mm-hmm. But, like, 
That's kind of really unique. Mm-hmm. Like, that's yeah. not the normal way. We, we won't truly know too much about him until they take their training wheels off, which seems like it's about to happen because Thomas Brown just became their play former, caller. Former, uh, yeah. former Badger assistant. He recruited me here, man. Shout oh, out Coach Brown. Okay, let's go. No, uh, but to answer your question, it's unfortunate because Bryce Young is probably the most disappointing thing about this season for me personally because I watched him a lot in college. I thought he was fantastic. I thought he was going to be a better version of Russell Wilson. What he is right now, I'm still taking Jordan Love. I still stick with Jordan Love because Ooh. obviously Jordan. I think Jordan's had a better situation operational right, around him sure, than what the sure. Panthers have got going on down there. For sure. But but like, but you take I, him I into that smoothness. Yeah, theoretically, yes. But mm-hmm. I think that he still has some physical physical things that hold him back where he can't really hit the outside parts of the field too. I feel like Jordan has that bigger arm. He's not he's not a freak athletically, Jordan. Mm-hmm. I feel like Bryce Young is, but also, Bryce, I don't know if he's going to be able to stay healthy with his slight frame. Mm-hmm. Alright, that's uh, Tinder time. And Dang, I took everybody. You can go uh, have some uh, Carbon World Health time. Go work out at Carbon World Health. You can try the cry <laughs> you just, you just a lover, Chris Orr. You can try the cryo. You can try the red life for recovery. You can do something like glutide like I am taking. Uh, you can get your body fat down from about 21% to 9%, which is where I am at. And the, the fitness team over there is fantastic. Dr. Ness Rodriguez has the right treatment for you. Go to see Carb World Health sign up uh, for their six-week experience, and you can kind of experience everything they have to offer. We're going to throw some stones next. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. Rutledge and Hamilton continues live from the Everlight Solar Studio. Chris R. feeling this one. Yeah, man. Primetime been playing some bangers today. He knows I got good bump music, Jim. He knows we bumping every day because we don't play any Matt Hamilton's music. <laughs> Matt Hamilton, hands down the worst at picking oh. bump back music. Not the worst. I mean, the, when I first started to try to find some, I found some really bad ones. But, so like, it just didn't make any sense. And again, pulling back curtains to Rutledge and Hamilton, he sent another one today, which was, I ain't too proud of the bag. Is that what it was? Yes. And that's not horrible as a return. I love the song. Yeah. And it's where Matt gets stuck is that, one, I think he wants every return music to have some sort of personal me or like to yeah, kind of yeah. show like what type of music he likes. Yeah. And I get that. There's yeah. a lot of songs I really like that uh-huh. aren't necessarily great mm-hmm. for rejoiners. For sure. And like that's where it gets tricky. For sure. But Matt keeps on leaning into these songs that are really great songs. Mm-hmm. Like another one he wanted was Come a Little Bit Closer by Jay and the Americans. It it starts very slow. Yeah. And like it does pick up at some point, mm-hmm. but still doesn't as Matt Hamilton likes the word, it doesn't slap. Yeah. You gotta have songs yeah. that like bring it. Yeah. Because we're trying to come back. It's drive time. It's a beautiful <laughs> day outside. <laughs> what? You gotta you gotta what? bring it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Go. You impressed folks. <laughs> all those are Jim Rutledge cuts, by the way. Yeah. What? That's all Jim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been able to I, I, I channel my my inner rapper right there. Yeah, <laughs> you like that? One? Oh my gosh, you sound just like Lil John. I, I do my best, uh, <laughs> Lil Jim. <laughs> what? Okay, let's okay. Throw, let's throw some stones. 
The guys think they have the answers to everything. I'm the best there is. People like me. So it's time to put them to the test. That's some booty, Jim. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. This is Throwing Stones, presented by Metro Kia of Madison, Madison's trusted Kia dealership. Yeah, guys, so it is time for Throwing Stones here in Rutledge and Hamilton. We all know that sticks and stones may break our bones, but words, boy, do they confuse me. (laughs) So I got questions from over the weekend, stuff I'm seeing that I don't know how to answer. So I bring them here to Jim and Chris to see if they can provide some common sense for me. I'll score their answers throughout, and at the end, I'll figure out whose answers made the most sense and decide today's winner of Throwing Stones. So we are talking a little bit about Anthony Richardson in the last segment, whether we take him over Jordan Love. Well, Colts fans seem to still be in love with him because oh, yeah. he may be injured. He may likely be out for the season with that AC joint sprain, but mm-hmm. somehow one Colts fan actually got Anthony Richardson to surprise show up to her fiance's house oh, wow. and be at his door and like little meet and greet, take a picture with the guy, give him a signed jersey and everything. Literally while he had his arm in a sling, oh, his dope. right arm in a sling. That's dope. Like the day before the game that he was sitting out of. Right. So I ask you guys, and I want to start with you, Jim. How would you react if all of a sudden Justin Fields just showed up at your front door? Like, what do you do? What are you saying? Like, are you asking for an autograph? What's your first move? Jim, I'll start with you. Uh, we got to go on for like the cool bro hug, right? Like one of those things. <laughs> Even with <the> sling? <laughs> well, he's, he's got a broken thumb, so I don't think he has a, a sling. Oh, good point, good point. Justin Fields isn't the right one for me because it's a different dynamic. I'm older than him, like, yeah. and like I haven't like rooted for him. I was like, I mean, it would be really cool. Like, for if I got a chance to meet Justin Fields, it'd be really awesome. But like, I've covered enough folk. Like, I've got a chance to like meet a lot of, mm. and I'll mean in a mean way. But yeah. like, so the guy would be Michael Jordan. I would, mm. pro- I would lose my mind. Like, yeah. that would be yeah. like, I would be yeah. over the moon. I don't know how I'd react. It would be yeah. one of the. Outside of like the traditional greatest moments of your lives, it yeah. would be like the greatest <laughs> moment of my life. Like so, like that's how I would look at it. Is that like if Michael Jordan, I open the door, Michael Jordan's there, I would lose it uh, as mm. cool as I could. Like that would be it. Fields, it's it's just it's just different. It'd be really yeah. cool, yeah. but like it'd be more like your childhood hero or yeah. someone that like yeah yeah. It's just and also like you cover teams. It's just a little different now when you watch people. But again, at the same time, like when I got to see like LeBron and cover him in person, I wasn't like fanboying, but I'm like. Damn, that's LeBron. Yeah, you know, like yeah. it was Shaq too. I was like, that's Shaq. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. like, there's certain things you're yeah. like larger than life. Literally. Yeah, uh, Favre or Rogers too. You're mm-hmm. like, not so much Rogers because I covered him. Like his first year was my first year covering the team. His first okay. year as a starter, so it wasn't like, oh, that's Aaron Rodgers because that wasn't quite a thing then. But a lot of that kind of stuff, you're like, oh my god, like that's person X. So yeah. I would react. I'd lose it the most if it was Jordan. Okay, Chris, how about you? Yeah, I don't, man. I don't know. I've met, I've been blessed to meet a lot of people, um, you know, between my dad and my brothers. So, if I had to go for like an NFL player, mine would definitely be somebody from the past too. I'm going like Emmett Smith. Nah, Emmett? Nah, okay. nah, nah, nah. Mine would have to be like either Mike, Mike Singletary, Ooh. or Mike Allstott. As, as a football player, oh yeah, the fullback from the Tampa. Yeah, the without Bucks? a doubt, okay. without a doubt. Yes, Mr. Neckroll himself. Yes, without Big a doubt. Big Ten guy, wasn't he famous? He'd like push a jeep around or something like that, like in his <laughs> pre-draft stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, something yeah. like that. James Harrison before James Harrison. Oh yeah, what yeah. James? Yeah, maybe James Harrison. I'll tell you uh, what, the scariest human being I ever came across, Joey Porter. For real? Oh, oh my from the god! Series. Yeah, he was not. 
happy person. No, he's <laughs> on a, no, I covered him when he was with the Dolphins and they won one game. <laughs> but one guy accidentally hit him with like a boom mic. I thought he was going to kill him. Ah. I'll be honest. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Like, I know he got mad. <laughs> <laughs> and it's but, just like a big, oh. like fluffy mic. It's not like the end of the like. And it was yeah. just like he's just mad that something hit him. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so yeah. like he was one of those guys. I'm like, yeah, this guy. Yeah, he might be crazy. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He probably is. Because he also he didn't look like he should be as good as he is. So then yeah. I'm like, he's definitely a little crazy. Oh okay. yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, for sure. But if I was just going like athlete, I'd probably go like definitely LeBron. Yeah, definitely LeBron. Mike Tyson. Oh, Tyson would be a good yeah. one too. One of those. One of those. That'd be I'll choose any athlete, Mike Tyson or LeBron. That would be pretty cool, Chris. Yeah, that would be pretty for cool. Sure, for, for sure. For sure. <laughs> Mike Tyson. That was my Mike Tyson impression. In case you guys didn't realize. It's not great. <laughs> not, uh, great. not great. Not great. Not great at all. So you mentioned Tyson. He's got kind of a crossover appeal. I would almost feel like, obviously, you've met way more like famous and cool people. But like because of the opportunity you had, like athletes you've had a chance to meet, and it's just demystified a little bit, mm-hmm. it would almost be like like a musician. Yeah, or yeah, like yeah. a or yeah, a movie yeah, yeah, star, yeah, yeah, for sure, for like, sure. Because again, it'd be one of those things would be like surreal, yeah. Like yeah, if like yeah. Beyonce or Taylor Swift or Leonardo DiCaprio, yeah, like they yeah. walk in, you're like, yeah, like I don't know what you like. Yeah. That would be like, is this yeah. is this real? Is yeah. that a, is that really them? Yeah, yeah. Uh, because without they're not demystified like yeah. the athletes have been. Yeah, yeah. Without a doubt, I've met. Yeah, I've, I met Herschel Walker when I was in high school. Adrian Peterson came to my high school. His like niece was playing basketball and he was back in town or something and came and watched the game in my high school. Did you ever meet Ricky Williams? No, no, I never met Ricky Williams. He was a really cool dude. Yeah. Like, really really shy even when I covered in Miami, which Mm -hmm. he'd kind of figured out medicinally how to (laughs) be more chill. (laughs) But uh, really, like, nice and thoughtful person. Yeah. Uh, So I I always enjoyed it. I always enjoyed it. I always enjoyed it. He was a very interesting guy. Ricky Williams made me want dreads, man. It's good luck. Man. Yeah. With the little, with the. Little mirror shield, man. Oh, well, that's why I asked, dream, like boy. Texas. Yeah, and yeah, I look, love, like, yeah, yeah, I like Ricky Williams. I yeah. like, oh, Ricky yeah. Williams uh, broke one of my dad's records at oh, Texas. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Crazy. No, 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 somebody before him. But he... He beat it, I too. Was, we were at the game when he said he passed, or my dad was there when they said he passed it. Okay, nice. It's just kind of dope. All right, well, we, we spent quite a bit of time on that question, so that was that's fun, That's a good though. question. I, appreciate, I, I had a good time with that one. Who, who would it be for you? For me, man. Brett Favre? No, no. It was never Brett Favre, I promise. At one time, it was Aaron Rodgers, not anymore. Um, You're sour. No, just uh, don't. You're a bitter ex. Not bitter. uh, Not not about him being gone. It's it's more (laughs) stinky, yes, for sure. Uh, But no, I think for me, it'd probably be like a comedian, to be honest. I'm Mm. a big stand-up comedy guy. Oh, me too. Who's the greatest stand-up comedian of all time? Richard Pryor. Pryor. That's a good one. Um, Don't sleep on Andy Murphy, though. Eddie Murphy's oh. oh, Eddie Murphy Raw with the what, the all purple uh, jumpsuit and everything. Oh, I'm a little more new. Was that was that Raw or was that? Uh, I thought it was delirious. red for the jumpsuit. That was, was I think it was Raw. Ooh. I think it was. Oh, I don't know. I want to say he had red on it, Raw. Maybe. Yeah, One I thought it was red. Yeah. Um, well, mine would be Bernie Mac. Bernie's good. Bernie Mac. Yeah, mine would be Bernie Mac. I ain't scared I, of. I, I, yeah, I wish we got to see more, more yes. of him stand up. Yeah, yeah. For sure. There's another comedian, someone else who passed away too soon, uh, Patrice O'Neill, mm-hmm. comedian from back in the early yeah. 2000s. Yeah, Patrice he O'Neill was, was fun. Absolutely hilarious. Yeah, he's hilarious. Now, we did talk about a lot of famous people there, and Jim had quite the Rolodex himself, but honestly, 
I'm gonna have to give it to Chris Rock. Mike Tyson. Humble. <laughs> Mike Tyson. Not trying to brag with all the people you've met. Oh, I met Aaron Rodgers. I've met. I've met Shaquille O'Neal, LeBron James. I got more. Just, I got more. Weird. Yeah, it's just weird because like, see, for me, this is the one thing I'll always tell people. Like growing up with my dad, and he played, and all of that. The best thing that it did, he didn't, like, personally train us or anything like that. I wish. But um, he made the dream, like, feel real. Yeah. Because you met him. I know you as a person, and I'm able to meet all these other people that you play with. And my one of my brothers has a Hall of Fame, like, Godfather. And I'm like, bro, like, yeah, that's that's dope. But, like, oh, this is this is obtainable. Like, you yeah. All of you are just regular people. You look just you yeah. act just like my other uncles who did it for me. <laughs> so this can be done. Like, yeah. No, there's definitely something to uh, demystify. And for also sure. uh, demystifying uh, the idea of buying jewelry, not being overwhelmed by it. The folks <laughs> at Chalmers Jewelers are great with that, whether it's Garrett or John or Scott. Like, it can be, like... I think they said once before, like, you ask guys, the only other thing that's more daunting than, like, going to a jewelry store to buy jewelry is, like, buying lingerie. You don't know what you're yeah. doing. You go in there. The, the dudes at uh, the whole team at Chalmers, you can have a, have a Coors Light, have a water, have a cocktail, hang out, uh, look through engagement rings, look for gifts for your significant other. It's around that time of year. Christmas is coming up. Get some mm. custom jewelry. Go to Chalmers Jewelers. Jason Wilde coming up next. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Three-time Wisconsin Sports Writer of the Year, Jason Wilby. I'm not in a mood for drama with my Jason. Why are you always trying to stir stuff up, Jason? Is on Rutledge and Hamilton. I don't know if I will go as far as you will. With Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton. <laughs> All right, boy. All right. Good. Presented by Coors Light. I bet you Jason Wildey's met a lot of, I know that Jason Wildey's met a lot of athletes and, and famous people in his life, and Jason Wildey joins us now on Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light, Jim Rutledge, Chris Orr with you, and Jason, I'll, I'll ask you like this, because uh, Ryan, why don't you set up the Throwing Stones question that you asked earlier, it was Anthony Richardson showed up at someone's house in an arm yep. in a sling, uh, he agreed to do this for a fan just to be a good guy, is that basically it? Yeah, essentially, uh, the fan's fiance helped reach out to Anthony Richardson somehow. I'm not totally sure how she reached out to him, whether yeah. it's a cameo or what it was, but he just showed up to his house, met him, shook his hand, took a photo, gave him a jersey and everything. Just seemed like an all-around good guy and just seemed like I asked the guys, you know, if they could meet a famous person like that or if a famous person like that just showed up to their door, mm-hmm. how would they react? So that was how we got this conversation started, Jason. So, Jason, with that, like, you know, obviously being around NFL locker rooms for you uh, specifically and I've had a chance to cover a lot of different mm-hmm. sports. It's been a while since I've done it. The athletes have been kind of demystified for me. So I said, like, yes, I would lose my mind if Michael Jordan showed up. But otherwise, if it was something more modern, it would be almost someone from, like, music mm-hmm. or movies where they're not demystified for me. And Chris was kind of on that same tilt. Like, So, Jason, like, if someone just, like, I don't know, who, who would uh, show up at your door that would make you be like, oh, my God, I can't believe you're here and kind of revert back to being a fan of, it doesn't have to be an athlete. It could be Ooh. a famous person or movie star or whatever. Yeah, I would uh, I would say I'm at a point in my life. Demystified is a great word, by the way. It is and a great so, word. <laughs> like even uh, like I have I I, I I did brag about this to Paula. Uh, I now have Robin Yount's phone number, which <laughs> that's awesome. If you would have told seven year old me uh, in 1979, uh, you would someday have your 
baseball hero's uh, phone number, yeah, probably would have not believed you. But, you know, I've, I've interviewed him a bunch. He's been on the show a few times. Like, he still has a special, special place in my heart, but he has been, to some degree, demystified. He's just this really cool 68-year-old guy that I grew up worshiping. Um, so I would say I'm at a place now where, because of the girls, it would be there's there's really two people that I can think of that I would want to show up at my door because even like you know my my buddy Dan Smichek with the Bucks uh, introduced Sydney last year uh, to Drew Holiday and it, the trade did not go over well <laughs> in our house. Yeah. Uh, she's excited that she got her jersey assignment yesterday for basketball season and Drew is wearing four for the Celtics and she's wearing for the Jaguars, so she's really excited nice. about that. But the two people I would pick are Pink and Taylor Swift. Mm. Those are good ones. I mm. mentioned Taylor Swift. Instantly like, a cool dad. Yeah. Instantly a cool dad. You're the coolest dad. You you would instantly become the coolest dad yep. ever. Yeah. It'd take a lot. <laughs> it would take a lot to impress those girls. Yes. And it would take Taylor, a lot. <laughs> yeah, if it was Taylor Swift, uh, he's on a pedestal. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, oh, man. And, and look, and and, and, and I, I hope you guys understand, I you know, I certainly have uh, a ton of faults. We can have Paul on sometimes. <laughs> um, but, like, my girls have been really lucky. Like, I do have an incredibly cool job. And, like, you know, during the time that Aaron Rodgers and I did a radio show for four years, uh, the last show before he would leave town, uh, instead of doing it at my office at Lambeau, he would do it at our house. Nice. And so he was not, you know, he was not this uh, mystical MVP player. Uh, he was wacky Uncle Aaron who played hide and seek uh, and hid underneath the guest bedroom bed. Uh, <laughs> and to my horror, nearly uh, blew out his knee on the uh, basement flooring <laughs> playing around with the kids. Like that. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, how am I going to explain this? So, so for them, a lot of that has been demystified, too. And mm. so, you know, the, I, and I, I don't, that's not a complaint. They're really lucky that they had those really cool opportunities. Um, but it would, it, the bar's high. And so, uh, like Jordan, like, for you, like, I, I will admit, uh, I have interviewed Michael Jordan in a group setting early in my career covering the Bucks, But that was it. And and that is a guy, especially after we watched the last dance, that I think uh, both Sydney and I would both be kind of overwhelmed by him. Uh, and look, that's kind of the trade-off for. Yeah. I mean, obviously Chris, obviously playing, but like you just, it's not quite the same when you get mm-hmm. a chance to meet all these people. They're, I mean, yeah. like Ryan was making fun of me. I don't. These all these guys don't know me, right. but I've been in the locker rooms talking to Shaq or I've talked to LeBron, and it's mm-hmm. like. It's still like, oh my God, the first time, like, that's Shaq, but you got to right. be cool. And then you, you know, <laughs> and, but so the, and then you learn over time that they're regular people. Yeah. I covered them with Miami, mm-hmm. and that team was horrendous. But, mm-hmm. uh, well, and, and Chris, it's good. I'm glad you said that about Chris because obviously he was a terrific, uh, terrific college player and a very good pro player. I, I still want him to be in, uh, on a roster instead of on with us, but I'm happy he's with us. Let's but go. I, 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 I would say this, like, you know, I did that story a couple of weeks ago where I talked to the six first and second year wide receivers that the Packers have on their roster, and it was all about how they watch film of Devontae Adams on their iPads trying to steal little things from them. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And to a man, they were all giddy about being able to meet Devontae Adams on Monday night. Mm. Like Malik Heath was like, I can't wait to meet him. Like he, I've <laughs> yeah. been watching his film forever. Like, oh, yeah. So there's still that, even when you get into the league, mm-hmm. I'm guessing Chris had a player or two that he came across. Yeah, that yeah. He probably felt My, about. Mine was Luke Keekley. Luke Keekley. I met Luke Keekley yeah. in passing in a elevator, and I was like, man. That was Luke. <laughs> <laughs> then eventually, eventually, yeah, we we went and watched film together. Even that was surreal to me. Yeah, that yeah, you definitely still you definitely still get those feelings sometimes. Well, and Chris, uh, and I think uh, as this is Rutledge and Hamilton talking, Jason. Well, but the Packers had a bye week. I thought there was something you know as we tie this to the young players for the Packers. Mm-hmm. You shared kind of an advantage you thought you had for yourself because you've had family play mm-hmm. uh, in the NFL. That yeah. again, as demystifying as the yeah. the theme of the day today, that mm-hmm. you kind of learned that it's just regular guys. Yeah, these are just regular guys. So yeah, it helps you when you go against them because you're like. Oh, like yeah, it's cool. Like you have, you've had a great career. <laughs> I respect it. But you're just a regular guy. Like I know I can, on any given play, I know I can beat you. Yeah, you have these tools or whatever. So yeah, it can. That that's an advantage when you start playing against those people and you reach that level. But uh, also, yeah, just growing up, you know that the the dream is real. You can realize it. You can touch it. That you don't have to be all of a sudden this like crazy like chosen one to make it. You know. I know that that's something that I wonder. I wonder what the statistics were when y'all are growing up. I don't even know if people would talk about it, but like when you have career day or whenever they would ask, like, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" I'm like, I want to play in the NFL, and they're like, "Well, you know, there's only a two percent chance of all <laughs> all the athletes make it there." And I'm like, "Bro, like, I understand you're saying that, <laughs> but this is definitely real. Like, my dad is just the same old man <laughs> as any other man." <laughs> <laughs> he enjoys his beer <laughs> and he likes to relax. <laughs> so if he can do it, I, I think it can be done for sure. <laughs> uh, Jason, do you think there's something to the idea of like <laughs> if you grow up around it and you see it with the athletes, but like the more you're around it for these for these young players, the yeah. more they are able to kind of feel less mm-hmm. intimidated. Yeah, and, and look, I, I do think that you, you have to find your way to get to that point, right? For sure. I mean. You know, you can't uh, – and I'll, I'll tie this back to the Packers in that – and I said this to him, so I'm not talking crap behind his back. Uh, and I think his behavior with the Jets this past offseason is his way of admitting that he was wrong and, and I was right. He should have been at the Packers offseason program last year to mm-hmm. demystify himself, Aaron yeah. Rodgers, sure. to the young guys that were on his team. The Christian Watsons, the Romeo Dobbses, the Samari Toure's. Like, that's the, that's exactly what Chris is, is talking about here. And, and the same with Luke Keekley. Like, yeah, oh, my God, one of the best linebackers to ever do it is in the elevator with me. What do I say <laughs> to, hey, we're going to watch film together, yeah. right? Like, that, your relationship changed. And that, you know, I know theirs did, too, eventually. But he could have accelerated that. Mm-hmm. And the, to see how he behaved with the Jets this offseason, to get rid of that, stigma, for lack of a better term, I think really goes to show that that is important, especially for star players. And I would be willing to bet, you know, I don't know many guys that play for the Chiefs, but I would be willing to bet that Patrick Mahomes does a pretty good job of that. Yeah, for sure, especially for your quarterback, especially for your quarterback, especially when it's a star quarterback, because you'll have that feeling about other players, like just like Jason mentioned with Devontae Adams and stuff like that. But when it's your quarterback, it's vital that you see them and they're in there because they're naturally the leader of your team. They 
they could easily bring the gel together. If your quarterback says we're not going to do something, we're not doing it. As a team, <laughs> we are not doing it, bro. It doesn't matter what it is. They can, the coaches can be pissed, but we're, we're not doing it. So, Jason, to tie this somehow back to the Packers here, I, I've been beating this uh, dead horse for a while now, but like, I still think that Jordan Love would have been better off if there was a guy who had played quarterback in the NFL in that quarterback room with him. Mm-hmm. That's not a threat to play, but a guy that can help him ride out yeah. the ups and downs that he, I'm sure he's going through. Most teams with young QBs do that at least their first yeah. one or two years like of a, like, like throw, an Andy Dalton. Chase Daniel did it yeah, a lot. Yeah. Andy Dalton did it. Yeah. Like, just look to Chicago. Yeah. They're the expert of having young quarterbacks, but like, <laughs> <laughs> don't pan out. But they stick a veteran in the room yeah. to be like, "Hey, this mm-hmm. is how you. Do, this is how you like yeah. be a professional." And I know Jordan had that with Aaron, but it's another thing when you're the starter mm-hmm. to have a guy to lean on. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I, I, I do think that Matt Lafleur had someone in mind that would have been perfect for that, given where he was. Uh, at in his career, and I, I was pushing for this because I don't think he would have been a threat to Jordan because he clearly looked washed, uh, and that would be Matt Ryan. Mm. Uh, Matt Ryan, who played in Atlanta, won an MVP in Atlanta while Matt LaFleur was his quarterback's coach. Mm. Uh, I thought that that would have been a perfect pairing. Uh, Goody, I don't think, was even interested in that, but as it turned out, it was a non-starter because of the contract that he had with the Colts, he if he played for another team this year, he'd basically be paying, playing for free because there was an offset. So they owe him like $11 million for this year. That's why he's on CBS, because that doesn't count in the offset. Mm. So he would have played for free for the Packers because whatever they paid him would have been deducted from what the Colts owed him. Mm. So now next year, if he wants to do that job, he could still do it, and that contract thing is done now. So after this year, I, I agree. I think he would be great to have in that room. I always said a, a Matt Hasselbeck toward the end of his career type guy who could play and could get you through a game, but really is no threat to replace your starting quarterback at that point in his career would be ideal. And, you know, obviously it didn't work out for this year, but uh, I would I would strongly suggest that. I, I am really eager. Tausch and I got into this discussion a little bit today. I'm really eager to see not only how the next 12 games go, but then how the season goes at the start of next year. Because Tausch still thinks that they could give Jordan Love a contract extension this year. And, and I don't agree. Mm. I think they purposely are uh, they want to get to midway through next year before they have to make a decision. And I think the way the first five games have gone have underscored the fact that you just don't know at this point what he is and what he isn't. Jason, with that, and uh, we'll let you go after this one, but this idea of, I think they're closer to not giving up on Jordan, but like at some point, they're probably closer to thinking they might have to hedge, whether that's mm. bringing in, like look at San Francisco. Mm. They had Trey Lance, then they found Brock Purdy somehow, mm. but they still hedge with Sam Darnold. And like, mm-hmm. uh, and then you could, the Packers could hedge by drafting a fourth, fifth round guy, and then bringing in their own Sam Darnold of a guy who didn't work out somewhere else that like is capable. Because LaFleur, these guys have jobs they have to worry about and yeah, how they're perceived. Sure. At, at some point, do you think the Packers <clears throat> this offseason think about a hedge, even if Jordan Love, let's say it just evens out for him, and he just is some sort of 
statistical comp, which someone pointed out to me, his stats comp out to like an average Jay Cutler year for the Bears. Oh, but, um, <laughs> well, that's got to hurt. Right. <laughs> but I mean, that, like, if, if that's what he comes out to, do you think the Packers would end up hedging a little bit? Like, you're not going to go all in on someone else, but like, eh, cover your butt. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, look, I don't think they're going to be bad enough with so many bad teams in the league that they're going to be in the Caleb Williams conversation or the Drake Bay conversation. So then you then you're you know trying to still fi- spend your time figuring out what Jordan is, uh, and hoping that year two of him being a starter is kind of like Rogers' second year, right, where he you know really took a huge jump and got them to the playoffs, and you know I, I just I, again I, I know we all feel so much pressure in this business to be declarative and then be right about it, and you know I'm I'm lucky that. GKB doesn't require me to do that. And I hope that I'm more helpful to fans than if I was constantly acting like I was the smartest guy in the room and I knew everything and then never talked about how many times I was wrong and just talked about the times I was right. Because there's plenty of people who do that in this business. I, I just don't, I, I don't know. I, and I, I, anybody who tells, you know, the, the knuckleheads like Terry Bradshaw going on Fox after two games with Jordan Love and saying, you know, the Packers got their third straight great quarterback. It's incredible <laughs> after two games. And now the people that are going on, you know, whatever shouting television show they're on, saying that this guy is too indecisive, he doesn't do this, he doesn't do that. Like, I, the, this is what young quarterbacks do. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. we just haven't seen it in such a long time. And Rodgers, quite frankly, was better as that first-year starter than I think anybody anticipated. Mm-hmm. And so... We just don't know how to handle the ups and downs, and I'm I'm eager to see more ups, and I'm expecting to see more downs as well. Yeah, I think he's got a a lot more to prove, and we'll continue to talk about that uh, with you, Jason, as the season goes along. All right, guys. Take care. Be good. All right. Thanks, Jason. Uh, It's Jason Wilde. We'll wrap up the show next. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. Wrapping up live from the Everlight Solar Studio. Hamilton out curling. Chris Orr in for Hamilton. We're presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue. You know what to do. And that's Crush, a Coors Light. Primetime Warshawn behind the glass. And uh, talking Badger uh, football for most of the day. Got into Packers a little bit here. And it is, Chris, uh, a long uh, up and down road in front of Jordan Love. And Mm -hmm. we're talking during the break some as well. And it is... And I've said this for a while, and it's more of like when the stuff with Jordan Love first came out, it looked good. I said, but, you know, the advanced stats say that, or even simple stats of like his completion percentage were low, balls in the air were not far for the first two games that looked good. But I'm also going to go the other way here of like, he's not what he's been, this dumpster fire that he's been the last two games. Yeah. I, I think, realistically, I think he'll average out and be a league average ish quarterback mm-hmm. at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know what that. I don't know where that goes because he's really hard to figure out because success isn't linear, but he has had this ability. Well, that's our, muse, our cue to go. We'll <laughs> talk about it more tomorrow. But, like, 
when you've been in the, uh, in the league so long, you might only get marginally better. Yeah. You might not make Very a big true. jump. We'll talk mm-hmm. about that more tomorrow. If you missed anything, listen back. Wisconsin on the man, Apple, Spotify, and those great places. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light.